Hi there, Isha here and welcome to The Higher Life, where we take concepts that are considered esoteric, spiritual and new agey and show you how these can be practical tools to greatly improve the quality of your life. And in today's episode, I want to talk about integrity. What is integrity in the context of personal empowerment? All the tools that we explore here, they have a very specific function and it's about supporting you to become more empowered in your life. And in order to do that, we also explore all the different ways as human beings we tend to disempower ourselves in our lives through misguided beliefs about what's right and wrong. And it really is a core part of this exploration into integrity, understanding how our attachment to our beliefs can really disempower us and create a lot of friction and conflict and fatigue in our lives. Now, when most people think of integrity, they think of values or principles or ways of living your life in which you truly stand for what you believe in. You stand for what's right and therefore you fight against what's wrong. And this is in some ways very flawed way of living your life and out in the world we see it playing out every single day in what would be understood as fundamentalism. When people get very extreme in their ways of identifying with principles or with values or with belief systems or ideologies that they're willing to fight and die for, we create a world in which conflict becomes our everyday reality. Now I'm talking about big picture, but in our everyday lives, in our personal lives, in our families, our attachment to our beliefs about what is right and wrong, uh, what is fair and what is just and unjust, uh, what is compassionate or uncompassionate, these beliefs that we have can really get us entrenched or enmeshed into conflict with our loved ones. Or even we can have very strong inner conflict between different parts of ourselves that have different perspectives on what is right and wrong in any given situation. So talking about integrity in this way can become very confusing and it can lead you down a lot of pathways where even though intellectually you think that you're doing the right thing, you don't feel good about yourself and you're not getting the results that you're looking for. So how else can we look at integrity and what, um, what role does it play along the spiritual path? Now, if you've been watching these episodes for a while, you'll understand that when I talk about spirituality or the path of spirituality, what I'm really referring to is the path of maturation. That when we enter into our lives as babies, we are destined to live a path of maturation. Physically, our bodies mature, whether we like it or not. And we're also being asked at a spiritual level to mature in the same ways as our bodies do. However, we don't get a lot of education around that. In the past, religion tried to do that, but as we've seen and witnessed, any kind of human structure that tries to create a right and wrong for humans tends to become a system which is easily abused, a power system which gets abused. So while in the past we may have looked towards religion or other spiritual ideologies to really support our inner integrity as a human being, this kind of pathway doesn't seem to be as popular as it once was, and it's left a gap. How do we now support our own natural desire to live in the world from a place of, of truth, from a place of integrity? 
That is a really interesting question because as all the power systems around us dissolve and all these principled ways of living no longer live up to our expectations, we're kind of left in this playground or in this artist studio having to come up with our own personal way of following a spiritual path or seeking maturation. And coming into your integrity is one of the principal goals of following the spiritual path. So I like to think of integrity or another way of looking at it is impeccability. Um, in the same way as you would look at a house or a building that has been constructed. Some buildings are constructed uh, with a very strong foundation and a very strong infrastructure so that you know these buildings are strong and they will last. If you live in Australia like me or uh, anywhere in the world where there's been a lot of quick development in the last sort of 10 to 20 years, there's also a lot of buildings that are built which haven't been built on strong foundations and don't have a strong infrastructure. They're very flimsy. And once you start living in these buildings for a while, they start to show their flimsiness. Things break, walls crack. I think in Australia, we even had a whole building that was newly built that, um, that was falling down. So we know when you think about a building or, a, or any kind of construct, it seems very obvious that there's either a strong integrity, a strong infrastructure, it's impeccable, it can withstand the elements, it can withstand the weather, it can withstand time. And then we have these buildings which are built in these really flimsy ways and you know, one big storm can push them over. And that's what our inner world can be like. So when we're thinking about integrity, we're thinking about our inner capacity, our inner strength to be able to withstand the natural highs and lows of life in a way in which we don't lose our truth, lose our uh, innate goodness through the process. So put very simply, having a strong sense of integrity means you can enter into a relationship without losing your sense of self, without losing your boundaries, without becoming very reactive when another person doesn't live up to your expectations. You're able to hold yourself in a way that you can contain your emotions. You don't suppress them or deny them, but you create space for them. You listen to them. You're able to tap into your triggers and investigate and explore and reflect rather than simply projecting or reacting outwards onto other people. So being having a very strong inner strength is not the same as an athlete who has high levels of endurance or can perform at very high levels of skill. That's an outer integrity. Inner integrity is when you've developed your inner capacity for patience, your inner capacity for compassion, for tolerance, for understanding, for self-reflection, self-love. There's all these beautiful innate inner resources we have as a human being that can create a very strong, a very robust, a very grounded inner life so that whatever happens in our external circumstances, our inner foundation is not uh, troubled at all. We, you know, we can have strong winds come our way, even big storms, and we may get ruffled. However, that inner strength helps us stay grounded and we can show up as our true self no matter what. 
Now I often refer to or I often give examples as being a mother in these videos because that's something that's very familiar to me but I also know that the parent-child relationship is one in which there are an enormous amount of triggers that happen daily and I think every parent or anybody in any kind of intimate relationship your fam even with your family of origin uh, can say that it is very easy to be triggered in relationships with other people. And this is probably one of the core goals of the spiritual path for humanity at this uh, juncture in our collective um, experience because at the moment we have all these tools coming up that are really helping us to understand how our emotions work and how when we don't have a high level of emotional intelligence we can create a lot of havoc in our lives, in our relationships and within ourselves and also we can project that and damage and harm other people. So this integrity really comes down to being able to hold yourself within the full uh, scope of emotions and actually be able to make choices that serve your best self, that instead of harming others, facilitate in another person a conscious choice that will also create a better result. We can really use our relationships to create um, a very robust inner integrity. And I believe as a transformational life coach, this is actually the true purpose of relationships. Our relationships are not here to make us feel better. Our relationships are here to cultivate and challenge this inner strength. So through the challenge of being in a relationship with another human being, we have the opportunity to cultivate this inner strength, this inner integrity, so that we have this impeccability within us. And impeccability is not being a perfect person who aligns with a set of principles or beliefs or ideologies in such a forceful way that they cannot um, adapt or adjust to any other perspectives. That is not impeccability. Impeccability is when you can hold yourself in positive regard and you can hold another person in positive regard no matter what is going on around you or between you. Now that is a big call because it is so easy to get triggered and to get pulled into conflict through this belief that this other person is not living up to my standards, this other person is not living up to my principles, this other person is getting in the way of me being able to be my best self. These are all misguided ways of believing that we need to hold fast to our values and hold fast to our beliefs to create a world that works, to create our own inner world that works. And this is something as a species we're waking up to right now. It is in fact surrendering our attachments to beliefs and to principles and to ideologies uh, and to very right-minded ways of thinking about something but to the point where you don't have the opportunity to take in the left mind at the same time you know it's this ability to be with diversity and not to get attached to a one uh, one vision or tunnel vision way of living your life and in the past I do believe that a lot of us believed that being a strong person was being a warrior with a very strong set of principles and fighting in the world to have those principles recognized. And some of those principles were really valuable. They really improved the human experience. However, we have to consider how much damage was caused in order to have those principles manifested. And is there another way that we can create a world that works and create a life that works for ourselves without being so rigid in our belief systems?
So integrity, I really wanted to explore this as we move towards Christmas time when so many of us will be spending time with families uh, in a context where there is a mythology about, you know, this should be a time of celebration, a time of intimacy, a wonderful time to be with your family. And so for so many of us, that's not the case. Being with family creates lots of opportunities for triggered selves to become very active and it can create you know, big rises in grief if you're not in a family where this kind of mythology is playing out and in fact you're feeling quite isolated or disengaged or that lack of intimacy is really um, more palpable during the Christmas festive period. So I guess what would really help is to consider this a very ripe opportunity to develop your inner strength and to really tap into that inner capacity for compassion for self and compassion for others and compassion for the whole, our whole species, as a way of becoming stronger, building that inner integrity and knowing that the stronger your roots are, you know, the more vibrant you can move in the winds because you know that you are grounded down by this ability to stay in yourself, to stay focused on honoring your own worth and the worth of another person, no matter how differing your views are or how intense your discussions can get. So I hope that this uh, version of integrity has helped you see how we can be really strong in our integrity, but incredibly flexible and adaptable and responsive to the conditions as they fluctuate and change. And that we don't have to hold tight to any sort of belief system in order to feel well, to feel grounded, to feel open to other people and to take care of ourselves. So until next time, take care and love life.